Shrink Think Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Nathan, and we're both licensed professional counselors in Oregon, here to open up our lives and minds with you. We are your companion on the journey to grow your healthcare practice, yourself, and your relationships. To get you started, we've got a free email course on our website, shrinkthinkpodcast.com forward slash course, with practical steps on overcoming your fear and anxiety. Thank you for joining us on the Shrink Think Podcast. Hello there, and Happy New Year. Welcome to the year 2022. It's the future, except it's happening right now. I feel like when I said that, it's like, oh my welcome to 2049. We are excited to be here with you at the start of a new year. And we wanted to kick this new year off by talking about who we are as a podcast, because if you've listened to us for any length of time, if you've listened to us for the last 37 seconds, then you probably don't know. So any length of time beyond like 20 minutes, 40 minutes, you know, three episodes or so, you probably noticed that we have uh, shifted gears a little bit. We've pivoted a little bit slightly from where we started. Um, And that's normal. We as podcasters and as people started out with a certain goal and an, an intent for our podcast and that has evolved a little bit or shall I say we've actually been working really hard behind the scenes to narrow that down because we we think we've got some great resources and a great message in mind and we want to make sure that that is used most effectively with the people that we want to speak to and that want and need our message and we just want to make that connection as clear as possible so Today, this might be a little bit boring for some of you. You might think that this is going to be boring, but hopefully it'll explain some of the changes that we've been making and clarify a bit of who we are and so why you should be listening. Um, And if you're one of those people, I I don't even want to say this, but if you're one of those people who are like, well, that sucks, that doesn't apply to me anymore, then it's like, well, sorry. Um, We have just realized that there are probably a few things on the kind of fringes of what we have done that that's not really our intent. That's not really our 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 meat and potatoes where we want to go. And so we're really trying to narrow that focus in to give you the best experience, the, the best information and to utilize our gifts most effectively. So today we're going to talk about um, what is this kind of rebranding that we've done of sorts and rebranding. It's really that's a big word to just kind of describe narrowing our focus again. And the phrase that I want to use is this. We've settled on this. We are bridging the gap between clients and therapists. That's it. It's pretty simple. But when you unpack that, it actually says a lot. So, Nathan, why don't you kick us off and uh, get us started of like unpack that a little bit in your own mind of what that has meant to you? I think the overall I think I was trying to originally to be more of like a one stop shop, which I didn't totally know. So what that meant back in the day was that we were kind of speaking about anything at all that had to do with mental health. And um, for those of you who don't know, which is everyone, um, we we met with a branding person that was really helpful. And we started to realize that, you know, what we really are actually trying to do is kind of help both. Right. We want to help the people that are going to counseling, which actually could be counselors and the people that I mean, actually is still likely and the people that are counselors. For two reasons, in my mind, one is that they're totally two different perspectives. um, And we can't take the idea that we are going to educate 
that like be the educators of mental health for the world. <laughs> you know, when you think about podcast stuff, like it's like, wow, this is crazy that could be listening to in another country. But, you know, that's kind of random. But anyway, um, but yeah, we can't do that. So it's like, OK, what are what exactly are we doing? And and I realized at some point in there that, yeah, we just want to help people be more efficient. Like, you don't, there's all kinds of things that would be great if people knew while they were sitting across from a counselor, like, why don't they just know it? Like, why, you know, like if I, when I'm trying to explain to somebody, like a family member or a friend, and I kind of had this happen, like, they're like, well, how do I choose a counselor? So I go into this thing and it's like, you know, why can't we just talk about that? Because I didn't realize it was like that much. Right. And, and the interesting thing is, as we were talking with this branding person, we were explaining a bit of what we do and um, some of these like kind of normal. It, it's almost like you 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 slough something off to say like, oh, yeah, you know, this other thing happens. But let me get to the real good stuff. And she was like, wait a minute, go back to that other go back to that first thing. I'm like, wait, what do you mean? Like when I said hi to the client in the waiting room, <laughs> she was like, yeah, like that's a big deal. People don't know what that experience is like or what to expect. And I'm like, but that's like so basic. And she was like, well, it might be basic to you, but for everybody else, it's not. And so that kind of like exploded our brains all over the place. And we were like, okay, I think actually some of these things that are more valuable are things that we've taken for granted. And so we want to hone, I mean, some of these other things are also very helpful that we've been doing as well. And we want to continue doing them. But I think Nathan, what you're talking about is like, some of that basic experience that is so or for us, that's basic is really not basic It's actually very informative for other people. Yeah. One of my friends was asking me, he's a cop and he was like, how do you come up with content like all the time? And I said to him, this is kind of speaks to what we've been talking about here. So you've been doing this for like 18 years as a cop, right? He's like, yeah. And I said, so what if you were to, to just look back at what you don't realize what you know, that just is automatic to you. And he goes, oh, yeah, like like even how to put on your vest, like how to make it like how to, you know, put your clothing on the way that you're not going to be completely in a bad situation and your clothes are going to get in your way when you're in a, some kind of random role. And he's like, yeah, that's true. And it's kind of the same thing. Like, how do you choose a therapist? You know, like wh at what point is your anxiety a problem? You know? <laughs> Where do you sit? When you when you sit down for the first time, do you sit close? Do you sit far? Do you sit on the end of the couch? Do you sit on the middle of the couch? Yeah. What therapists? What are they? What are they actually looking at? Because you know the thing that we always get. I'm sure you get this is like as soon as you we've talked about this in a podcast episode before. Oh, you're a therapist. Are you analyzing me right now? <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, I am. Now I am. <laughs> I did like I did that. You talk about the way where you sit thing. Where I thought of as I have a kid came in one time and he goes like. Oh, and he sit, sat in what he intuitively knew was probably where I sat. And he goes, I'm sitting in the power chair. <laughs> and I was like, oh, crap, nobody has any power in here. So we're you know, like, what are we going to do now? And he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, anyway, that was just kind of a funny thing. But it is like the little things like, what is it like for you? And then also on the therapist side, therapists always we, typically they like to be educated they're the people that watch documentaries. They're like, they're, you know, some of you are like, say what now? Yeah, that's that's why, you know, sometimes you're in there going like, why do you only read? I mean, I, we have people ask us that. I think like, I, I'm, I'm sure like, oh, yeah, you're referring me another book. Oh, yeah, you are or whatever. 
And it's true. Therapists like to do that. So but even on vacation, some <laughs> therapists will read like self-help or clinical books that will help them with their work because it's just genuinely, genuinely interesting and enjoyable. And, and you also, as a therapist, want to kind of know how other people are doing it. Right. So we hope for you, this will be one of those things that shrink thing could be validating in the sense that you could be like, oh, yeah, that totally happens. Or also stuff like, oh, I never would have thought to do that. Oh, I need to. That's true. Clients really do come in like that. I never realized it was that big of a deal. Maybe I should speak to that more with my own people. Yeah, I think that last one is is a big deal because when I I'm a supervisor and so I supervise other clinicians, other therapists who are just starting out, whether they're uh, in graduate school or they have graduated and they're working towards licensure for for them. They're great people, great therapists, very skilled. But there are a lot of nuances that they have not picked up on. You could say, like, if you're talking if you're talking about your cop friend, then it's like talking with a rookie cop who has not been in the field before. There are a number of experiences that your seasoned veteran cop has that he's he's learned maybe the hard way or he's been in enough of those experiences where he said oh i need to pay attention to this or this is a really unsafe or ineffective way of doing it here's the best way to do it and that's something that a rookie therapist um, is not going to know so and it's not necessarily that all of you listening are rookie therapists Um, even if you've been in the field for a long time sometimes it's the kind of thing that you have forgotten what it's like to be paying attention to those basic things or remembering to talk to clients about those basic things because they're so mundane and basic, but it's like the fundamentals. The fundamentals are so powerful and so important. We want to highlight those to bring you back to those so that you can be reminded how important they are for the, the effectiveness and efficiency of the process, but also for the therapeutic relationship. Cause what might be really basic to you again for these clients is not that basic. So you speaking to them and focusing on them and helping them with that, those things is going to help the overall therapy experience and therapy relationship. You know, the other part of that too, is that some, you know, therapists have different personalities, right? And some folks are much better one-on-one. I've worked with, I have a, well, I have worked with, but like there's therapists out there that never want to work with couples. They don't want to be that much, you know, and they typically are maybe more reserved, maybe more introverted and then have ridiculously powerful interventions like, boom, and drop a bomb. And you're like, holy mackerel. So this guy has been listening for the last two months. And you're (laughs) so, but so maybe for you, if you're that therapist, maybe you don't really want to explain this stuff, but you can, you could say, and I mean, this is a unabashed self-promotion. You could think of the episode and go, actually, there's a podcast called the shrink think episode. Can you, or a podcast, can you look at this episode on well, so that we can just tell them for you. And you don't have to reinvent the wheel in that sense. We're just trying to highlight even right now. um, And hopefully your mind's kind of going like that is really true. There is a lot more in the details. If I'm a therapist, which I am, I guess, but like looking at this, that I would have never realized that I know like you, you know, it so automatically. And as a client, we, you know, that's one of the things you were mentioning earlier with the branding person. It was was shocking. She's wait, what did you just (laughs) No, no, no. Stop. Go back. I said, I am a therapist and I, and you're like, stop. What's a therapist? Uh. They were like, yeah, she was talking. And, and the more like uh, that she explained stuff, I was like, yeah, some of that stuff used to be juicy. Like when I was kind of getting into the field or whatever, but it's like, once you get behind the curtain, it's like not that juicy is what it feels like. But then the truth is you still needed the information. The other thing too, that um, 
that this is speaks to and I hope well, we can be a resource to in a kind of a maybe even an indirect way is graduate schools because mm-hmm. there's like a huge difference between the practical nature yep. when you move out of the grad school to what you're actually doing. And and I deal with this all the time with newer <laughs> interns right. like, no, we're not supposed to blah, blah, because we have to blah, 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 blah. Like, okay, how do I not, how do I not invalidate their schooling? And then also say it doesn't work that <laughs> way. There is a big difference between the words on that page in that textbook and the actual person sitting right in front of you who's freaking out or crying or angry or suicidal or whatever. It's like, where, what page is that in the book? It's like, yeah, some of that stuff is really helpful. You know, the manuals and the information. But then there's this whole like real world experience that it feels like a lot of um, the academic experience really doesn't speak to. And it can't in a lot of ways um, because that's very nuanced person to person. And in a lot of ways, that's kind of what we want to do. We want to we want to be this great resource that can help you to see. And it's interesting, too. It's a it's an area where a lot of us feel so insecure because we're like, what's the right way to do this or what's the best way to do this? And we're looking for that textbook answer because that's what graduate school has said. Like there, this is the way you do things with from this approach or with this issue, you treat it in this way. And so, so many therapists want to do things the right way, but there's this whole individual process that's like, well, you have to do it in, in that way that works for you. So it's like, how do I do it? Well, it kind of depends. That's the answer. But we want to kind of mold it a little bit and give you permission to see that there are a lot of different ways of doing things generally, you know, with certain things like you follow a protocol or you can do certain things, but there's a lot of freedom in how you do that based on your own personality. And that's okay. It's interesting. You talk about the personality thing and, and there, there are those folks out there as therapists, for example, that want to do everything right. And so when they're told, like you need to, one of the things that happens at the end of grad school and you're doing your thesis is you have to pick a theory of therapy to kind of write a research paper on from the perspective, right? This is going to feel like it's in the weeds, but I'm telling you, it's really not. So you picked your theory or whatever. So some personalities will go like, oh, when I get out into the world of counseling people, I need to do exactly what Alfred Adler said to do. (laughs) I'm going to, I need, oh, this is the time when I think he would do lifespan, blah, blah, or like uh, lifestyle or, ooh, like firstborn versus like secondborn and all this stuff, right? Birth order stuff. Yeah. yeah. All the birth order. And, but, um, then there's some of you out there going like, I'm doing this paper in order to graduate school and I will do whatever I want <laughs> when I get out there. Cause I'm so awesome. Cause I'm a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> right. And this is what happens. You both find out you're wrong. <laughs> like, you get out there and go, the people that are trying to do it exact, um, you'll find out that you'll have all kinds of holes. And they will terrify you. So as, as a supervisor, we run into situations trying to help, like, it's okay, let's put Neosporin on those gigantic <laughs> right. You can't actually, you know. And for the cowboys, we're like, actually, did you ever notice you have no idea what you're doing in this situation? Like, you're just making crap up mm-hmm. as you go. And, you know, that's a different story because you have to kind of, like, drain them in because they'll feel very invalidated. If, like, what do you mean? I, I suck. I'm a bad person. I'm a bad therapist. Like. No, Um, but you have to have a place you're coming from, because if you get too far into whatever situation, and I can give you a great example of that, like when I first started out with IFS, like some internal family system, internal family. Yeah, we did a thing on episode 50, actually. I've referred to that a few hundred times at this (laughs) point. Um, And 
when you get you can get a certain distance with that theory but there's a point at which only that theory really describes what to do next so if you actually don't really know it very well what you normally used to do won't work either and you can't do this other thing so that's why in grad school they say no you have to have a structure you have to understand at least one structure walking out of here. It's like the fundamentals, right? You have these fundamentals that you're doing according to some theory or some approach. And um, you can always stray from that. But when you get stuck or when you need to progress along in a certain way, you will come back to those fundamentals. Um, I, there's a, a quote that I remember. I think it was a, a card that my supervisor had gotten. Um, and Lisa, this is for you if you listen. Um, shout out to you. You, I remember when you got this card from somebody and it has stuck with me. It's so good. I think it was a quote from like Picasso or something that said, learn the rules like a master so you can break them like an artist. And I love that. I love that because it's so true. Like once you get and here's another example. I play basketball. I've always loved the game of basketball and somebody like Michael Jordan or a Kobe Bryant. um, Those guys are incredible because they do the fundamentals really well. You don't if you're a if you're a kid, you don't you should not practice shooting a fadeaway jump shot, right? You need to like get the foundation of squaring your legs and balancing yourself and getting the proper motion from a set position and then jumping up and shooting the basketball from like ten feet. Great. Once you get that down, then you can start moving with the ball and shooting the ball like on a jump shot. And then eventually when you get really good, you can do that in motion while you're fading away with your tongue out and your leg up and all that kind of <laughs> with stuff. Your tongue out. <laughs> That's Michael Jordan. I know. <laughs> um, I guess people nowadays don't they don't they don't want to do but he's 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 old school. So no, I just want to make sure I have my tongue out. That's all. <laughs> yes. If I can make that goal to where so eventually I can. take. But that's head. a great example, because like sticking your tongue out does not help your shot whatsoever. <laughs> right. That does not make things more effective. There are certain fundamentals that you're doing that when you get those down, they afford you the ability to to take liberties. But you're not doing some crazy thing that is going to make you miss the shot. You're doing something that actually is going to put you in a position to to be able to make the shot even better. So that's just my little analogy for like we want you to to know that there are certain things that should be happening in the therapy room. But then there's a lot of flexibility and room to grow around that based on who each person is. And yeah, we want to honor alongside doing that. We're just we're going to keep honoring like the changes going on in this wonderful social environment that we have that was originally started by that lovely year that shall not be named. (laughs) Um, And then continued somewhat lamely into 2021. And now we're looking at 2022 going like, please little boy, can we please have this workout? Okay. I've served my time. (laughs) Let me off a good behavior. (laughs) Yeah. So and so we obviously don't know what's coming up for 2022 other than we want to make sure that you guys know that in some ways you may be thinking like, I don't really know. I guess it's kind of different. Like, cool. Stay with us, you know? <laughs> and then some of you are like, Oh, this is way better. And I think if you're a therapist, you may notice it more because it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of more of a reference thing for you to be able to go like, Hey, just listen to these guys about this thing or whatever. And, and I think that's awesome because we can get away with saying things because because we're not you <laughs> because we're not you like i was talking to somebody i just got to say this i was talking to somebody about the uh, the episode the panel we had on of all the the therapists saying how do they describe it like um things you hate your client your 
things you, you, you wish, hate about your clients you wish or something. Your clients would not do. That's what we called it, but the person <laughs> interpreted oh. it as like <laughs> things you hate about your clients oh, or something. No. But I just had to laugh because it was like, yeah, it was brilliant uh, of us to have other people do that. So then it's like, wow, those other those panel of guests <laughs> said such horrible, mean things, but also they're right. So listen to them. <laughs> we would never say that about you. <laughs> That's right. But you're in a position now where you can refer to us and we'll do we'll say those things for you. We'll be that powerhouse. Self-abashedly brilliant. That's what we are. As far as moving forward, we hope you stay with us on this journey. And um, we're going to just stay focused on trying to help you make your situation client to therapist, therapist to client more efficient. And it's because we want to help you. And honestly, if you do understand kind of what you need to say to advocate for yourself or understand what's going on in yourself, there's no way that that can't be better, right? I mean, honestly, for real, honestly, we're, we're yes, honestly, truthfully, shrink, thankfully. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think it's time to end the episode. Yeah. <laughs> hey, have a great day. Thanks for listening to our show. Don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also visit our website at www.shrinkthinkpodcast.com forward slash course and sign up for our free email course, Nine Ways to Overcome Fear and Self-Doubt. And you'll get nine weeks worth of customized, practical strategies you can use to get past the fear that's holding you back in your life. Thanks again for listening.